Good morning and welcome to Wallet Street, the podcast where we talk about money, crypto, tech, and anything else that sparks intellectual curiosity. Um, as always, you can subscribe to the newsletter at walletstreet.squarespace.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, as a reminder and uh, for the disclaimer, all of the opinions are my own and the content on this podcast does not constitute financial, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice. Okay, now with that out of the way, jumping right into this week. Um, so I think the, um, the lead for me this week was I saw a chart in the Wall Street Journal about the amount of um, market cap that big, big tech has, um, you know, gotten even bigger over the past years. So big tech constituting Facebook, um, Alphabet, which owns Google, Amazon, Microsoft, and Apple. Uh, there's a great chart in the newsletter and um, in the Wall Street Journal article that shows the value of how these um, companies' combined market value has changed. So in 2013, they were slightly above, you know, these five companies together held about $1 trillion in market value at the end of um 2012, early 2013, and now today they stand at 7.5 trillion, which is pretty amazing. I mean, just growth, um, it, it's pretty astounding. And I know I've talked before in the newsletter about how if you remove kind of big techs um, uh, out, of the, out of some of the indices, um, you can kind of see a markedly different uh, performance um, between the two. So interesting to see that that's continuing to grow. And even just between 20 and 21, I mean, um, at the end of 2019, these companies had about 5 trillion in market value. And now again, they're at 7.5. So um, they basically increased by 50% almost in, you know, um, a year and a few months, which is, which is pretty astounding. Um, moving on, uh, just a couple notes on crypto. Uh, Nigeria's central bank uh, is uh, issued an announcement about um, banning or closing accounts where for crypto users. Uh, this is interesting, given that on the flip side, I just uh, checked the newspaper this morning and uh, Tesla announced that they were buying like over one, around 1.5 billion in, in Bitcoin. So interesting uh, uh, reactions um, to crypto in very different ways there. Uh, a great interview I listened to over the weekend, Dr. Fauci um, gave an interview to Fresh Air last week, um, really interesting about his uh, experience over the last couple of years, talking about COVID. And then there's a great article in The Economist that I've put a link to in my newsletter about how vaccines are made. And I thought that was just an interesting um, dive into something that I didn't even really know how, how vaccines actually get produced. So it's, it's a little lens into that process. Um, moving on, yesterday was a Super Bowl, obviously. Um, I stayed up to watch it, although frankly, found it a bit slower than I would have liked. I was really excited about the game and um, it was definitely one-sided, but um, just want to reiterate, and I've, I've mentioned this in a past newsletter, but there is a great interview with Tom Brady on Armchair Expert um, with Dak Shepard from a couple months ago. I know he's a polarizing figure, um, Tom Brady, and I'm sure many listeners have different opinions, but the interview is actually quite 
interesting, I think, no matter where you stand on him. And it gives an interesting perspective into his um, approach towards the sport and how he's evolved within it. Um, and I think it's it's quite a um, interesting also insight into how do you sustain that kind of stamina and longevity um, uh, in a in a field that is quite demanding, um, not only mentally but I'm sure physically as well. And the uh, Wall Street Journal also had a great side by side overview of um, Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. This actually was an article that um, I read before the Super Bowl. Um, started so uh they didn't know who the outcome was going to be but it's an interesting um graph about the pass uh you know how each player passes and kind of um where their sweet spot is lastly um to wrap up this is a little bit of a sadder topic but um for listeners who or readers of the um, newsletter for a while, they'll notice that I sometimes include obituaries um, pretty frequently. The reason is, and, and a lot of times I include obituaries from The Economist in particular, and the reason why is because I find The Economist, first of all, whenever I get the newspaper or that magazine, I always immediately go to the obituary first. Um, I find that they are exquisitely well-written, they're short, <laughs> which is helpful, and they always feature or tend to feature some really interesting people um, with genuinely fascinating life stories that I've often never heard of, which is why I feel like I always learn something new when I read them. Um, this past week, The Economist's obituary writer, Anne Rowe, gave a um, talk about how she finds her subjects, how she writes about them, what makes um, her so excited about what could seemingly be kind of a depressing area, but how she finds um, really some interesting joy in, in kind of learning about these people's lives. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, I thought it was really interesting. And then just wanted to note two profound um, obituaries from this past week, both captains in their own way. I think one is Captain Von Trapp, um, who was played by Christopher Plummer. He, Christopher Plummer, passed away last week. Um, great actor. I'm a Sound of Music fan myself, and that was a very uh, foundational movie in my upbringing. Um, so I was sad to hear that. He was also great in Knives Out, which um, I urge you to see if you've not seen it. It came out a couple years ago. The other... Captain was Sir Captain Tom Moore, who at the age of 100 years old last year um, vowed to do 100 laps in his backyard and in the process became a um, UK cultural phenom and was then knighted by uh, the Queen. He raised um, this, uh, I guess, goal that he had to do 100 laps in his backyard um, by walking. He wanted to raise money to help um, fight COVID and he ended up raising over $40 million and, and became a really big household name. So I think it's quite both poetic, but really sad that he was actually ultimately taken by COVID and, um, he passed away this past week. So I think it's, it's a testament to what one person can do and how one person can really change, um, people's lives and, and benefit the, the community, but very sad to hear that news. 
with that, that's all for today. I hope you all have a great week and um, we'll see you back on Wednesday when I post my next episode for um, Wallet Street, which will be very exciting. So tune in then. Thank you. Bye-bye.